Good morning, and welcome to Current Radio. It's Sunday, December 24th. Today we're covering the historic moment as Welch becomes the Premier League's first female referee, and LeBron's 40-point game helps LA end their losing streak. Plus, we'll discuss the Pistons' 26th straight loss, tying the record, and the playoff feel as Panthers top Knights in a cup rematch. All this coverage and more, up next. Welcome to Current Radio's Sports Station. Please enjoy today's selection of sports news. In a historic moment for English football, the Premier League has seen its first female referee. Rebecca Welch officiated Burnley's 2-0 win at Fulham, marking a significant milestone in the sport. Burnley manager Vincent Company hailed it as a milestone moment. Helena, our sports analyst, is here to discuss this further. Helena, what can you tell us about Rebecca Welch and this historic moment? Stephen, Rebecca Welch is no stranger to making history. Prior to this, she refereed an FA Cup fixture in 2022 and a second-tier championship match in 2021. She also worked as a fourth official in the Premier League in November. Welch has been a referee since 2010, initially juggling the role with her job in the National Health Service before becoming a full-time match official. So this isn't her first time making history in the sport. How has the reaction been to her appointment? The reaction has been overwhelmingly positive. Burnley manager Vincent Company spoke to Welch at full time to congratulate her, calling it a big moment. He emphasized that the best thing will always be when someone is judged on merit, but acknowledged that there has to be a first and this is it. Welch was also applauded by spectators as she emerged from the tunnel at Craven Cottage. It's certainly a significant step forward for the sport. What does this mean for the future of football, particularly for women in the sport? This is a clear indication that the sport is becoming more inclusive. It's a sign that gender barriers in football are slowly being broken down. Company's words, may there be more, suggest a hope for more women to take up roles traditionally dominated by men. It's a milestone moment indeed and one that could inspire more women to become involved in football at all levels. That's a hopeful outlook, and it will be interesting to see how this impacts the sport in the coming years. Thanks for your insights, Helena. Now let's pivot to basketball. In a thrilling turn of events, the Lakers managed to secure a victory against the Oklahoma City Thunder, with LeBron James scoring a season-best 40 points. This comes after a four-game losing streak for the Lakers. Helena, our sports analyst, is here to delve deeper into this. Helena. What's your take on this? Well, Stephen, it was indeed a much-needed win for the Lakers. LeBron James, just a week shy of his 39th birthday, became the first player to top 40 points in his 21st season. The Lakers had been struggling, but this win against a team that's been performing well this season could be a turning point. There were some changes in the Lakers' starting lineup, correct? Yes, the Lakers replaced point guard D'Angelo Russell with forward Jared Vanderbilt. This gave LA a big switchable front line to apply pressure on defense, and it seems to have paid off. They outscored Oklahoma City 35 to 20 in the second quarter, holding the Thunder to just 36.4% shooting in the period. And how did the rest of the Lakers team perform? Beyond LeBron's stellar performance, Anthony Davis scored 26 points and Rui Hachimura added 21. The Lakers finished with a season-high 37 assists with six players in double digits. Even Russell, who was assigned as a substitute, managed to score 15 points in 18 minutes. It seems like the Lakers are back on track. What's next for them? They have a big game coming up against the Celtics on Christmas. However, LeBron James is looking forward to a day off before that. As he put it, 
All I care about is tomorrow's day off. I can give a damn about Monday. The only thing I care about Monday right now is my daughter waking up and opening up her gifts. So it seems like the Lakers are taking it one day at a time. Well, it will be interesting to see how they perform in their upcoming games. Thanks for your insights, Helena. Now shifting from a victory to a streak of losses, the Detroit Pistons are going through a rough patch, to say the least. They've just matched the NBA record for the longest losing streak in a single season with their 26th straight loss. Helena, our sports analyst, is here to shed some light on this. Helena, how did the Pistons find themselves in this situation? Steven, it's been a tough season for the Pistons. They've dropped to a 2-27 record under their new coach, Monty Williams. The team was in the game in the second half before the Brooklyn Nets pulled away with a 15-0 run. The Pistons haven't won a game since October 28th, which is quite a slump. So, they're now on par with the 2010-11 Cleveland Cavaliers and the 2013-14 Philadelphia 76ers. What's the mood like in the Pistons camp? Well, Stephen, it's understandably somber. Center Isaiah Stewart said it's probably the hardest thing they've all gone through, especially being in the pros. Guard Cade Cunningham also expressed frustration, saying that they need to be realistic and need a plan of action. And what about the Nets? They managed to snap their five-game losing streak with this win. Yes, the Nets had a strong performance with seven players in double figures. Mikkel Bridges led the way with 29 points, seven assists, and six rebounds. They shot 52% from the field and capitalized on the Pistons' 14 turnovers, which led to 22 points. So, what's next for the Pistons? They're nearing the overall longest skid in league history, right? Correct, Stephen. The record for the longest overall losing streak is 28 consecutive games, set by the 76ers across the 2014-15 and 2015-16 seasons. The Pistons will face the Nets again on Tuesday, and they'll be hoping to avoid making the wrong kind of history. It's a tough situation for the Pistons. Thanks for your insights, Helena. Now, let's move from the court to the ice. In a rematch of last season's Stanley Cup final, the Florida Panthers managed to top the Vegas Golden Knights 4-2 on Saturday. This comes after a disheartening 4-1 loss to the St. Louis Blues for the Panthers. Helena, can you tell us more about this game? Certainly, Stephen. The Panthers, who lost to the Knights in June as Vegas hoisted the cup for the first time, were in need of a comeback. Carter Verhaya and Sam Reinhart scored power play goals less than two minutes apart in the third period, turning the tide for Florida. Sam Bennett and Gustav Forsling also scored for the Panthers, and Sergei Bobrovsky stopped 23 shots in the win. It seems like the Panthers came out strong in this game. What can you tell us about their performance? Absolutely, Stephen. The Panthers took 15 of the game's first 16 shots, and including those that missed the net or were blocked in the first 15 minutes, Florida had 29 of the game's first 30 tries. There was a palpable intensity to the game, likely fueled by memories of the Stanley Cup final and a particular hit from Vegas's Keegan Colasar that left Matthew Tkachuk with a fractured sternum. And how about the Golden Knights? They seem to be struggling after an impressive start to their title defense. Yes, the Golden Knights are indeed having a tough time. They matched a season worst by losing their third straight and are just 10-9-4 following an 11-0-1 start to their title defense. Mark Stone and Pavel Dorofayev scored for Vegas, but it wasn't enough to turn the tide. Yuri Patera, starting in place of injured Adam Hill and Logan Thompson, stopped 38 shots for Vegas. So, what does this win mean for the Panthers moving forward? This win is a significant morale boost for the Panthers, especially after their recent losses. 
It's a testament to their resilience and their ability to bounce back. Verhage's goal just 17 seconds into a power play put Florida on top for good, and Reinhardt provided the insurance tally about two minutes later. This kind of performance will certainly give them momentum as they move forward. It will be interesting to see how both teams perform after the Christmas break. Thanks for your insights, Helena. And with that, we conclude our stories for today. But rest assured, Current Radio will be back tomorrow with more updates.